Yo, yo, yo. Hi, welcome back, you guys. What's like Dead silent for a second. <laughs> I was well, like, um, hello. <laughs> well, you were like, I'm going to kick us off. And then I'm like deadpan smiling at the, at the mic. <laughs> okay. Hi, hi, hi. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in. Okay. So today we wanted to talk about, this has been kind of marinating with us for, I mean, years, honestly, but we've had a resurgence with this, but it's the morning pages. If you guys are OG listeners, this is from our first season. We talked a lot about this, the morning pages, um, which is from a book called the artist way by Julia Cameron. Uh, Angela and I worked through this book several years ago, and it's actually what started this podcast. We've talked about that several times on this podcast. So sorry if that's like snooze, we get it. But um, yeah, we took a break from journaling, doing the morning pages, and then we've kind of had a resurgence. And essentially, for those who don't know what the artist way is, it's a book that's structured as a 12 week course in which you write three pages of unscripted journaling every morning. That's kind of a assignment that you do throughout the entire 12 weeks. Some people, you know, obviously take longer or shorter or whatever, but the idea is for 12 weeks that you journal every single morning. And I want to clarify, just because it says the artist way, this isn't just for artists. It's the idea that like everyone is creative and um, the morning pages serve as a way to get all the clutter out of your mind so that you can be unblocked for your creative ideas. And, um, and so with that is this isn't like a pretty journaling, like you're not writing poetry, you're not making anything really beautiful. It's more just like, okay, um, like I need to change my sheets I have nothing to write about. Like, where's that gift card from 2016? Like that kind of stuff you just put for three pages and you don't look at it again. You just let it live and then carry on. So we've been doing that um, for the last couple of weeks and kind of want to talk about, you know, for us, like, even though we were the ones who talked about this years ago, we actually needed to hear this again for ourselves to kind of get back into the practice of it. So. Yes. Yes. So I suggested to Ken, like, let's do it. Just a mini morning page challenge. We're not going to, yeah, this doesn't off. have to be 12 weeks. Like no, it no, can just be no, a no, week no. even. Yeah. No, no. And let me explain to you because Ken and I are avid journalers. I've been a journaler since I was 12 off and on. I tend to not journal when I'm going through a really hard time, but I truly, from the bottom of my heart with my whole chest, know that this practice is for everyone. It yes. you do not have to have a journal practice. You could have never put pen to paper unless you were in school when you were young. This is still for you. And like Ken said, it's not for artistry or for beauty or for poetry. It is actual trash on the paper. And at least that is for me. I mean, beautiful things could come out of it. That would be awesome. But the expectation is not that the writing is going to catapult these, like it, you into a gifted writer. This oh my is gosh. I listened to this interview with Julia Cameron and, uh, and she was talking about, she was like, oh my gosh, you know, when people ask if this is artistry, no, she was like, honey, be petty, be mm -hmm. trashy, yeah. like be angry, like be <clears throat> boring, like just mm -hmm. put it all on the page, you know? 
Right. And my friend is really fearful of any of these type of practice. She's like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. And she's just not a pen to paper girl. And so I told her, I was like, truly, most of my pages are like, this pen smells weird. There's something in my eye. Maybe I need to wake up before Wyatt. Did I used to wake up before Wyatt? Even 10 minutes would help. I mean, it's just chatter, chatter, chatter. And she goes, really? She thought it was like this beautiful creative writing assignment. So I just wanted to say that's a common misconception. And I understand why people feel like it has to look a certain way, but this is truly for your eyes only and to never look back at. That's a huge, that's a huge part of it too. You're just trucking along. And so it's a perfect way to go back to basics. I feel like I've had an tons of people have had one of the hardest years they've ever had. And sometimes you can feel real lost when that's happening on what your spiritual journey looks like, or maybe you even feel for me personally, I feel like I was backsliding and, you know, not doing the things that I know kind of fill my cup in the spiritual realm. And so this is a perfect thing to kind of boot you back into something practical and reasonable to add that never ceases to amaze Kindle and I with what happens. So let me put a little context because I know we're talking real high level. So this bring, week, bring it back down for us. Yeah, let me let me like put some some insight personally on what this did for me. So the we did it for about 10 days and now we're recording. I'm going to personally continue. I bet Kindle will too because it becomes really addicting. I the first day I was in a bad mood. And I knew it was just going to be when my year is so hard. I am so tired of grieving. And it was that it was salty. It was this shit sucks. I'm so tired of feeling low. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit on the page. Right. And that was the first day and I didn't judge it. And I moved on on the second day. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm back to it. I'm still like not fully in the practice. And that's important too. Like, it doesn't mean that the second that you start, you're like, wow, I am riveted and changed. It can be a slow, gradual change. And that's what happened to me. So then the second day, I'm like, I get to the second page and this is typical for me. My pen, it starts hurting. My arm is hurting. I'm like, I I don't know what to say. (laughs) I'm literally writing like, I don't know what to say. This is so stupid. And it's that second page itch. It makes me want to resist. Once I'm like, I can't fill up the third page. And I'm somebody that journals a lot. So I know that this must be, common for a lot of people to feel, but I, I muster my way through it. And I I don't want this to feel like a chore. It's not a chore. It's that then the breakthrough happens and it's not about the context of what you're writing. Okay. I'm writing that my pen smells weird and my eye hurts. No, that's not going to change my life. But what happened after that was Kendall and I were discussing, it feels like unclogging the drain. It -hmm. allows for the pings to come back in. There is no coincidence that the, the week that I started, all of a sudden I got into this other thing about human design, which I'm not going to get into now, but it really lit me up for the rest of the week. It was something exciting that I was researching and passionate about and looking at in a new lens. And then I started writing randomly. It felt like the pen took over. And I wrote, I've been doing so much talk therapy in my whole life, but why have I never tried body therapy? I think I'm holding a lot of trauma in my body. Uh, where did that come from? No idea. Excuse me. I was like, what? So I start looking like body therapy, body experience therapy. And there's this whole thing about somatic body work that can release trauma in the body. So I start doing these YouTube things because I'm not in a position to go to a therapist right now, but 
it was just all of these things started opening up to make me feel better, to make me feel more connected, to make me feel more connected to myself and to my body and to the world around me and to my friends. I started getting phone calls from people that I haven't heard from in like weeks to check up and, and catch up. And all of this was happening. There was no change in my trauma, my grief, my hardships, my challenges, nothing. The only change was that I was sort of allowing for things to come my way again. And with yeah. that drain unclogged, it felt like that was happening. And so it wasn't about what I was writing. It was about the aftermath after I wrote it. Yeah. And so, and I completely agree with that. And it's kind of interesting when I uh, was kind of reading up about the different stuff, like different people's experiences with morning pages, I actually stumbled into this story that Abraham Lincoln used to have these things called hot letters. <laughs> and so when he was like feeling salty or angry or whatever, he had all of this emotion towards someone that he wanted to express. He would write this like very detailed letter, like not trying to sound good, whatever would write all of his feelings out on the pages and he never signed them or sent them. But whenever he was done, he felt like, Oh, okay, cool. I can move on. Like mm -hmm. my emotion is dispelled, like whatever. And he used that as a practice in his presidency um, to be able to like not lose his mind with the emotions that were coming up. And he said it was a way for him to clear the top emotions off mm -hmm. so that he could access the bottom emotions. Like what is actually true here? And I feel like that's what morning pages do. Um, not in even specifically for anger, but I feel like they, they are our hot letters. Like it's, let's put all of the noisy thoughts on the page, like just write them out so that that way it's all cleaned up. And then we are able to access our subconscious. Like, okay, how do we like really feel like what's really going on here? Or, and not even that this stuff is heavy. Like a lot of the stuff that, you know, as you talked about where you're like, oh my gosh, like getting really excited about things like mine was, I would just write and write and write. And then all of a sudden I would have, ideas about projects that I was working on. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this keeps coming back to me or, you know, whatever. And so one of the podcasts, um, and this is what got me like reignited with morning pages was I listened, I listened to podcasts while I'm at the gym and I heard this podcast, uh, the podcast itself is called tranquility du jour. Um, but the episode is spiritual retreat at home. It's an interview with Janice McLeod McLeod is McLeod McLeod McLeod. Mm -hmm. Anyways. So something that I really liked about her is that she just uses it, uses it as a practice. Um, she's a writer, but she doesn't use morning pages as being a writer. It's just getting everything out on the page and she did this for years and years and years. And um, after this, she started going back through all of her morning pages when she felt a little more detached from them and started categorizing things that were coming up and just allowed that to guide her work. So, um, you know, if it was like, oh, this subject keeps coming up over and over, like something that's in my subconscious, instead of like, sometimes for Angela and I, we can be like, okay, so what are we going to like record a podcast about? Or like, what are we going to do with our projects? Or like, what should we be working on? It's almost like we're trying to pull something out, but the morning pages will like tell you, like, obviously what you're writing about the things that are coming up over and over are such a good guide 
for what you really need to be focusing on instead of trying to pull something out of your ass. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I loved that. So everything that came up for her, she would just be like, oh, if this is a concern for me, I bet this is a concern for others. Now let me write about that. Or now let me have a course about that or something like that. And I just loved the ease of that. Like how, like, let this just be an overflow. Like we already have the answer. So, but I know you liked that podcast too. I did. I loved that episode. And I feel like this, I want to also explain that my morning pages were fragmented. Uh, they, they weren't even, I couldn't even read parts of it. It, mm, it was mm-hmm. like, I can't even read my own writing and I don't have messy writing. They weren't even full sentences sometimes. Sometimes it started to morph into a list of affirmations and then I would continue back into paragraphs. So whatever is coming up, I just like really encourage not judging if it's a full sentence or if it looks nice or if it's in the structure or if, or if you start bullet pointing and like drawing in there and it, whatever it looks like is totally how it's supposed to be and it doesn't take that long I feel like no it really doesn't and I can tell you honestly my son wakes up at 7 30 and I set an alarm for seven just to be safe but then I would kind of like just lay in bed kind of brush my teeth and then I was done by the time he woke up so it's definitely achievable if you sneak a little bite size of time. There was a morning I didn't get to it and I did it at 11 and that's just life, you know, like it's not going to be perfect. Um, one day also, I didn't make all three pages. Uh, the time that Kendall and I did it for 12 weeks, I remember there was sometimes a full week where I was like, that was lousy. <laughs> like There was mm-hmm. just nothing there. There's no tidbits, I can assure you, but that's part of it too. So even if nothing comes to light, I, I would challenge you to try and just see if it makes you feel better because it's one of those things like drink water and have more sleep and you're, you're told about it and then you do it and you're like, dang it, that unfortunately worked. <laughs> like I was yeah. as resistant as they come team. Like I thought nothing could pull me out of my dark hole. I've been just in a dark cloud and I just can't think of anything else that changed except for this. So I, we both feel really passionate about it. It came back into our orbit really naturally. And so we had to share that mm-hmm. just explore yeah. on the paper and just see what comes up, even if you're not a journaler. Yeah. And I think for me, kind of taking the pressure off of, you know, with morning pages, being able to be, you know, whatever they are, helps me a lot with uh, procrastination. Because I think that sometimes when I have stuff that's on my plate and it, there's just a lot going on, I'm like, oh, I don't even want to touch any of this. And the morning pages just get me in the flow with no pressure. Like it kind of gets the engine going for my work day without it being like, okay, I need to produce something amazing from the time that I like sit down, you know, yes, it's just like, yes. let's, let's start waking up. Like we got the right brain going. All right. Come on girls. Like mm-hmm. left brain. All right. Like everybody here, like we're chugging along, you know? And so, um, it just makes it as an easier entry point, like walking before you're running kind of things. I think sometimes it's just, you don't know how you feel until you have written it down or spoken it out loud or, and so I think morning pages too, sometimes can help you even figure out how you feel about something in such a low pressure situation. I'm just saying, I think it's a really healing thing. I saw a quote somebody had written, and I think that you like this, Angela, but uh, someone called them the morning pages being the M O U 
R-N-I-N-G. Fair enough. And, uh, and she called them the morning pages because it's a farewell to life as it was and a hello to life as it is going to be. Mm. And to her, it was this way of clearing out junk that was keeping her in a life that no longer served her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she just, it was so high pressure because <clears throat> I think in the health and wellness area sometimes it's like all these people are just like add something on to the list like do this and do this and do this instead of like I think I I know that this is kind of like a homework assignment but it's taking things away like with the morning pages it's taking things out of your brain like it's helping sort it's helping get those things off the top of your mind and so um it leaves room for you to step into who you like want to be instead of allowing all of this dust to settle on a life that you no longer want. And anyway, her talking about that and calling it the morning pages, I really liked. And I love that too. Uh, there was yeah. also something really special and intimate about Kendall and I doing this together. We weren't even talking about what was coming up day to day, but just knowing she was also doing her morning pages every morning made me feel connected to her and to the assignment and to, or assignment is not the right word because it might feel like a chore, but uh, most of the time it just, it feels good to trust yourself again. That's a huge theme that comes up for me mm, is that- yeah. It's one of those things where I build trust with myself, which I wasn't wanting to look at. And just this tiny act of showing up has reminded me that I'm safe to trust and that I can, I can do something that I put my mind to. And it really has changed my perspective. I mean, Kendall has seen it. We talk all the time, but my circumstances haven't changed, but my perspective has. And I feel no, she, like, you are so much more Zen right now. I'm like, I am I'm sorry. I am. What and happened? I, it's yes. like, you're just taking a Xanax every morning with your morning pages. That's how, I mean, it truly is so liberating and it feels like, you know, when you go to an intuitive guide or a spirit guide and they're like, the answers are within. And you're like, what does that mean? I can't even access those. Inside you're like, give answers. me my $90. I'm like, just then, tell bitch. me. Yes. Like, just <laughs> tell me. But it really is. I think that that's what the tranquility du jour was talking about. It's like, they are there. You will start to see patterns. You will start to see, you know, themes. And uh, I would encourage you to just not have any pressure on how long you want to do it. Try it for the week. If it still feels good, keep going. If it doesn't, then stop. Um, But this really got Kendall and I out of a rut and excited us again. I'm um, pumped. Like I'm pumped. I really am pumped. I I know that for someone who hasn't done this, you, maybe it's like you're pressing stews on it, but I really it sounded intimidating to us before we did it and then we did it and we're like, "Oh, wow, this is actually the most natural thing." Um, but I will say one of the things that made it a lot easier was as Angela was talking about doing it in community. So one of the things that we did when we had the woo study hall um, mastermind was one of the months we had this as a month long challenge amongst all the girls. And that was a really awesome way to connect as well of like, what's coming up for you or like, uh, this is what came up in my morning pages or here's, you know, my day was shit writing about this, whatever, you know? So I think that having the accountability in a group makes it easier. If this is something that you want to just grab a friend and do, um, or grab like people on your group thread and be like, let's all do this for a month or a week or whatever it is to you. Um, it makes it a lot easier to have someone to talk to about it and know that they're doing it too, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so all about that, it. that's all she wrote. Literally. That's um, all she wrote. Yeah. Tell us, tell us if, uh, if you end up doing this and let us know, but we just wanted to keep it short and sweet today and remind you that there's so many modalities out there. There's so many different things in the spiritual wellness space that it can feel really like you're walking into a store and you're like, I want a bite of everything. What am I, where am I supposed to start? But when you're feeling lost, like I have, and I've been doing these kind of things, I have spiritual practices and I still, I was feeling lost. I was feeling like I, w- I didn't even want to do any of it. And this, mm-hmm. this is the one that always comes back. And so Yeah. And I want to just have an aside, you know, speaking for you, Angela, but one of the things that Angela had voiced to me, you know, with going through everything was I want to find the modalities where I am working with myself. I'm not Mm -hmm. outsourcing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that this is a really beautiful, I know on this podcast, we talk a lot a lot about different healing modalities where you can go out and receive healing. And we absolutely back those things, but sometimes you get that intuitive feeling of, you know what? I don't need to outsource any of this. I need to be my own healer and be my own advocate. And I feel like the morning pages is a really beautiful container for that. And, um, to just be that space for you to be with yourself and hear the answers from yourself and give her space to speak. And so anyway, I just wanted to say that if that's kind of coming up for you, like, you know what, I am not in a season where I feel like I want to, you know, get a reading or, you know, go read these books or, you know, do whatever. This is a way for you to just be with yourself. Nothing is needed it's free. It's there for you. And just giving yourself the gift of letting your inner self speak. Agreed. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, and just a reminder that the whole world is begging you to tune out. So tune in bitches. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we say, (laughs) with that, I say goodbye. (laughs) Bye. See you guys next time. Thank you. (laughs) Later. Later.